So glad that each and every one of you were able to make it. This is a special service for us around here, and in a few moments, we're going to take the opportunity to invite several of you to come and just share some of the blessings that God has given to you this year. I know it's been tough for a lot of us, and yet the truth is, you know, God has been good, and He's been faithful in the midst of it all. So I want you to start thinking that way. But before we do, I want to get into a Bible study from Psalm 136. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 136. And while you're turning there, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, my dad grew up in Wisconsin, all right, just outside of Green Bay. And so, of course, he was a Green Bay Packers fan. So as we were growing up, he taught us to be good Green Bay Packer fans. And so I kind of grew up, you know, watching Brett Favre, some of these others play football. And uh, Reggie White was on the team there at that point. And so now that I've got kids, Anderson is a huge Green Bay Packers fan. My son, and I remember one time we're about how oh, he was probably nine years old or so. And I don't know how we got on the discussion, but uh, I, I said to my son, I said, hey, if, if, if uh, dad, you know, passes away and dies, you know, do you want mom to get remarried? You know, maybe have a new dad or whatever the case may be. He said, oh yeah. I said, who would you want her to marry? And like without missing a beat, he said, Aaron Rodgers. Now, for those of you who don't know, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers right now. And I kind of chuckled a little bit. I said, well, you know, that's cool, but uh, m- mom doesn't really like tall, muscular guys. And so I looked at her. She just kind of looked back at me. I was like, oh, all right. And so anyways, the, <laughs> anyways, this week, uh, they're flying out to Indianapolis to be with uh, family. I'm going to join them here uh, tomorrow. And uh, they're on their way out. And so on Friday night, we drove down to Los Angeles. We had kind of a pre-Thanksgiving with my family. And uh, then I was going to, after dinner, we were going to head to the airport and drop them off at LAX. And so we're sitting around, my dad and myself, my son, we're having dinner. And my dad mentions, he says, hey, he says, while you're in Indianapolis, I don't know if you know, but uh, he said the Colts are playing the Packers uh, tonight. This is Sunday night, you know. And I was like, I, I, like it didn't dawn on me that that was going on. And so I, I looked at Anderson. I said, man, you guys should have like, we should have figured out how to get tickets to that. And all of a sudden, everybody got really awkward. I was like, what's going on? Anderson kind of looked at me. He said, I did get tickets. I'm going on Sunday. <laughs> I was like, what? And here it is Friday. I'm like, how in the world do I not know about this? Like, I, I'm really glad I'm with you guys right now. This is really exciting. But uh, I'll tell you what, I would have I'm been like, man, trying to figure out how I could go to this game. And sure enough, right now, I'm going to try not to try to be bitter about this. But my son right now is at Lucas Oil Stadium, and he's watching the Packers play the Indianapolis Colts uh, with my father-in-law. And so they're, they're having a great time. And uh, I, I thought I'd start off with, uh, you know, um, all the things I'm not thankful for. So that's number one, and then we'll get into the stuff I am thankful for in just a minute. But here in Psalms 136, this particular psalm was written uh, to be used in public worship. It was something that was to be used responsibly. So the way it would work is uh, that one who was leading in worship would recite or read the first line, and then corporately they would echo back, the audience would echo back uh, the second part of Psalm 136. And so since this is really what was often referred to as the great halil or the great praise in Hebrew, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to follow suit today. So I want you to take your Bibles to Psalm 136. We won't do the entire chapter. I'll preach from the entire chapter. I'll teach from it in a moment. But we're going to do verses 1 through verses number 9. So those of you who are physically able, I'd like to invite you to stand. And uh, here's how we'll do this. I'll read the first line much like they would have done in ancient times. And then you're going to 
kind of follow on this statement, for his steadfast love endures forever. And then I'll read the next line, and you'll repeat, for his steadfast love endures forever. We'll do that for nine verses, all right? And we'll kind of enter into the spirit in which this was written and how it was used in ancient times. So let's start in Psalms 136. uh, And on each of those other lines, you as a, a congregation join with me. Psalm 136. Give thanks to the Lord... For he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his steadfast love endures forever. To him who by understanding made the heavens to him who spread out the earth above the waters to him who made the great lights the sun to rule over the day and the moon and stars to rule over the night Let's have a word of prayer as we reflect and meditate on his steadfast and enduring love. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for seasons in our cultural calendar where we are given the opportunity to reflect on all that we have to be grateful and thankful for. For many of us, 2020 has had its seasons of difficulties, its seasons of challenges, It's seasons of hardship, and yet I pray that even in the midst of all of those difficulties, that we would be able to peer through all of those things and get a good, solid glimpse of your goodness, of your steadfast love, even in the midst of the year in which we found ourselves. In a moment, as some will come and share testimonies, I pray that those testimonies and stories would encourage and uplift our hearts. I pray for these few moments as we dive into this passage that our minds would be lifted above all the things that we could feel anxious about or feel worried about or feel sad about and that we would get our eyes and our focus on those things that we have to be grateful for. I pray that you would bless the remainder of our time together as only you can. We pray in Jesus' name, amen, and you may be seated. So we're going to dive right into our Bible study. We're going to march through Psalm 136. And I want you to notice that this passage is basically broken up into four sections. As you'll see, verses 1 through 3 kind of gives us this introduction to the reality that God is good and He is uh, awesome. And so we see that verses 1 through 3. Then when we get to verses 4 through 9, uh, I want you to see verses 4. It says, to Him who alone does great wonders. At verse 5, to Him who made the heavens. Verse to him who made the great lights, to the sun to rule over the day, verse 8, verse 9, the moon and the stars to rule over the night. And why does he do all these things? It keeps saying over and over and over again. He's not just trying to impress us. He's not just trying to show how powerful and awesome he is. It says, why? Because of his steadfast love endures forever. The Bible says in this passage, the reason he did these things, the reason he uh, allowed creation, the way he uh, put creation out there was because he loved us, which leads us to our first thought that I want us to kind of focus on this morning, and that is this. We must give thanks for God's creation, which displays his everlasting love. 
Give thanks for God's creation, which displays his everlasting love. We've all had times where maybe we were, you know, uh, up at Yosemite. I remember the very first time when I moved to Fresno and I got to kind of drive through the tunnel there that leads right into the valley. I'm telling you what, like the first time I saw that, I was just like blown away. I was like, man, this is crazy. Uh, when I was a kid, there was a little cartoon called Land Before Time. How many of you kids remember that okay. little cartoon with the dinosaurs? Literally, like I had flashbacks when I drove through the tunnel and I saw that. I was like, man, I was expecting a pterodactyl to come flying down at some point. It was just like it blew my mind. The creation, the wonder, the beauty of it all. And yet the scriptures say that creation was given to display the everlasting love of God the Father. And we need to give thanks for those things. But as we keep moving through this passage, not only are we give thanks for God's creation, which displays his everlasting love, but now notice verses 10 through verses 22. The Bible says in verse 10, to him who brought Israel out from Egypt, verse 13, who divided the Red Sea in two, verse 16, who led his people through the wilderness, verse 21, and gave the promised land as an inheritance. And so we see here in verses 10 through verses number 21 that uh, God now is speaking and he's trying to remind his people that I am the one who saved you from Egypt. Now, we have spent the last eight months going verse by verse by verse through the book of Exodus. And so we're very familiar with what is being talked about here. But what is the psalmist is doing and what they're, is they're writing this song under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, what we're seeing here is they were being reminded of the fact that God was not only a creator, but God was a savior, which leads us to our second thought that I want us to think about here today. And that is this, number two, give thanks, not only for God's creation, but number two, give thanks for God's salvation, which displays his everlasting love. Just like God brought the children of Israel out of bondage, just like he brought them out of slavery, just like he brought them out of the captivity of Egypt, so God has brought each and every one of us out of the bondage of sin, out of the slavery of addiction. He's given us and he's taken us out of the miry clay and set our feet upon the rock. Why? Because God has saved us. And so we see in these verses, we're reminded that one of the things that we should do, yes, we should thank God for his wonderful creation but we're also challenged to thank him for his incredible salvation the fact that Jesus Christ God in the flesh came to this earth lived a perfect and sinless life and then went to the cross not for some crime he had committed not for some sin he had done why he went to the cross to pay the punishment and the penalty of our sin and he took that penalty and punishment upon himself so that we could then in turn have his perfect righteousness put onto our account. That's salvation. And the Bible says that anybody who puts their faith and trust in, in Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross through his death, burial, and then resurrection from the dead, the Bible tells us that whoever places their faith in that reality, the Bible says they're saved. They are made alive. They are made new. And that's what it means to be saved. And if you're here today and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and there's never been a time where you've placed your trust and dependence on Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ alone to be your Lord and Savior, there would be nothing more that we'd like to be able to offer you today than to show you from the scriptures how you can know for sure that you're saved. 
that you can know for sure that you have Christ as your Lord and Savior and then the ultimate promise of abundant life here on earth and eternal life in heaven for all of eternity. That is the promise of salvation. And so here in verses number uh, uh, 11 through verses number 21, we are reminded of God's great salvation which displays his everlasting love. Then we get to verses number 23 through 26. Notice verse 23, it says, who remembered us, God, who remembered us in our lowest state. Any of you had some bad days in 2020? That's what this verse is talking about here. There are days when, when we're, we're just, we're having bad days. When we're, as the ancient, you know, uh, text here says, our lowest state. Verse 24, who rescued us from our foes. Verse 25, who gives food to all flesh. Here's the reality. As, as tough as 2020 might have been for some of us, the reality is here we are wrapping it up and we have survived by God's grace. Most of us did not go without food. Why? Because God gives food to all flesh, humans and the animals. He provides for them. Why? Well, the Bible says, for his steadfast love endures forever. Which brings us to our third thought. Not only do we give thanks for God's creation. Not only do we give uh, thanks for God's salvation. But thirdly, we see in these last few verses of Psalms 136, we give thanks for God's provision, which displays his everlasting love. Your God will supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That's a promise you can take to the bank. You have that hope, you have that confidence that God will provide every step of the way. He will provide physically, he will provide emotionally, he will provide for you every step of the way. And so this psalm is given to us as a reminder of all that we have to be grateful for. It's given to us to remind us of all that we have to be thankful for. Well, what do we have to be thankful for in a year like 2020? We have his creation to be thankful for. We have his, if you've got nothing else, your salvation, the hope of eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ for all of eternity. If you've got nothing on this earth, then you still have everything in eternity. And that's the hope. Your entire life for these 70, 80 years could be miserable. But the reality is, even if that is the case, and I don't think it is for many of us, not every single day, but the reality is that even if it was, we still have heaven. We still have glory. Why? Because of the salvation that was purchased for us. And then we end with the fact that, you know what? Not only do you get heaven, but God says, I'm going to provide for you here on earth. I'm going to take care of you. Here's what he's saying. You can be thankful because you can trust God. He'll provide every step of the way. Oh, that we would give thanks. Let me, let me just kind of walk, take, end, end with this. Let me give you a statement. If we take time to think will have a reason to thank. If you take the time to think, you'll have a reason to thank. And so what we'd like to do at this time is we're going to switch gears and I want to hear from you guys. This is kind of an annual tradition around here. We do this every year, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. 
And we just kind of open up the floor for those of you who would like to share testimony. Now, I'll just say this. I know that some of us have a lot to be thankful for, but uh, we, we planned out the service, Hunter planned out the service that I would get to preach today and you would give a testimony, not the other way around, all right? And so we've already, we've already gotten a Bible message. We don't need anybody to get up here for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. But if you just want to come up real briefly for 30 seconds or so, in just a moment and share. I will say, for those of you who are online watching right now, we were trying to make it work to where you could jump in on this, and we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. So unfortunately today, we're not gonna be able to have those who are online be involved. Uh, But uh, if you wanna just type right there in the margins, those who are joining you online, I know we got dozens of families watching online. Uh, I just wanna encourage you just to share those testimonies even uh, among the group there. But before we do this, this is what I like to do. In front of your seat, there is a card. I want you to pull that card up. Every seat has one. There's a card right there. It says, what am I thankful for? I want you to take this card out. What I'm thankful for. I want you to write something that you're thankful for. Two years ago, a dear man in our church, Dean, was here at this service. And he took the opportunity, we had these cards pulled out, and he, and he wrote the things that he was thankful for on that particular card. And so what we saw was when he wrote that thing out, what happened was he, he put it in his pocket. Little did we know that would be his last Sunday in church. On his way to Thanksgiving with his family, got in a tragic accident out here and he was killed. Many of you were here in the funeral service. What was amazing, the car was just totally decimated. One of the EMTs on the scene found this card laying right next to him. So he pulled it out, put it in Dean's pocket. Later they gave it to his family. And and this has become something very special for us as a church family that, that we would regularly focus on just how good God's been. So let's take a few moments right now and I want you to pull that card out and I want you to get a pen. There's one right in front of you. I want you to write out some things that that you have to be thankful for. We're going to take a few moments to do this, and then we'll open up the floor for some of you, maybe even to read what you wrote down. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in my darkest night. You were close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend Oh, I have lived in the goodness of God
Here's what I like to do at this time. You've got your card. Some of you are still working on filling those out, and that's perfectly appropriate and fine. I know it's always hardest. This is the, the hardest part of this is, you know, for the folks that will go first. But I want to encourage us to do this. If you're on this side of the building, can I encourage you to go around the cameras? So let's not have anybody cut through the front. If you're over here, just kind of, kind of make your way around. We'll make a little line right here. And we're just going to take the next few moments here uh, to you know, have some praises and just to thank God for his goodness in this year. And so I'll say this, maybe it's a kid and every, you know, we'll have kids that'll sometimes share and teenagers that'll sometimes share. And so whatever it is that you'd like to be thankful for, let's, I'm going to go to Lord in prayer. I'm going to just have a prayer of thanksgiving. And while I'm praying, if a few of you want to slip up and, and get in line, uh, we'll get going with our testimonies right after that. Let's, let's just pray while some of you come. Dear gracious and heavenly Father, God, we love you and, and we are just so thankful for your goodness, the goodness of your creation, the goodness of your salvation, the goodness of your provision. Lord, and while many of us have struggled in different aspects of our lives this year, the reality is, Lord, you have been so good to each and every one of us. And so, Lord, I pray that as we hear these testimonies and these stories, Lord, that our hearts would be encouraged and would be challenged and, and that we would grow closer as a church family, Lord, because of them. We, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Dale, why don't you kick us off? Be as quick as possible here. Um, I really felt led by the Spirit to give a testimony. This isn't normally something I do. Uh, 2019 was really hard, and then 2020 came. It'd be easier, right? Um, it was a really hard year for me. Uh, I went to really deep places emotionally, dark places in our marriage, and felt like a failure, felt fear at every single day. It was really, really bad. But through counseling and through really earnest, earnest prayer and study of God's word, it changed who I saw myself as and who I saw God as. I, I saw God as a vindictive, angry, disappointed father who I could never, ever meet. But <laughs> through reading his word, I got to see him as a father who loves me. Sorry. <laughs> but as a father who cares and is generous and is good, and last week, this verse was read, and it just hit me like a freight train. We all, with unveiled faces, are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord and are being transformed into the same image. When I looked in the mirror at the beginning of this year, I saw failure and fear. But now I look and I see Christ, and I see his goodness, and I see his glory, and I see him in me. I'm Amen. thankful for God, and I'm thankful for what he does. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Morning, everyone. I wrote down this morning that I am thankful for mornings, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Now, my body doesn't like mornings. Um, it would rather spend mornings in bed. And I think many of us would be like that. There's always those people who, you know, they just bounce out of bed and they're going 100 miles an hour. Maybe some of you are like that. Uh, my wife's kind of like that, but not me. But, you know, mornings, um, mornings mark new mercies from our Father. And I've thought about that a lot this year. Um, each year we get 365 fresh daily reminders that God's mercy never fails. 
Um, many of you may know that scripture in Lamentations 3, it says that um, his mercies never come to an end, but they're new every morning, and he's faithful. And no matter what's going on in this world, and it's, it's been really bumpy, as we all know, and it continues to be bumpy, and we never quite know what's around the corner or what's coming next, but we can count on our Father and his mercy. And every single morning we get out of bed, that mercy is there, and that Father is there, and that love is there, and that faithfulness is there. And that's something we can hold on to. And uh, when that alarm clock goes off and we don't want to get out of bed, we can count on God's mercy. Um, and so I'm thankful for that this morning. Amen. I wrote two things. First of all, I'm thankful for the miraculous indwelling of the living God. Amen. And second, I'm thankful for his pursuit of lost people. I had an experience yesterday. I went to Save Mart to order a turkey dinner. And while I was there, a young woman was there, and I handed her a tract. And she was getting a cake, a birthday cake. and. Um, so the clerk told her to pay up front, but this young woman didn't pay up front. She just walked out the exit. Well, I thank God that when she walked out, she took the cake and she took the word of God. And I'm hoping that there'll be a new birth in her life, and I ask you to pray for her. Two years ago, our first service at this church was a Thanksgiving service, and uh, uh, in the last two years, uh, the Lord has just changed our lives in so many ways, uh, given us friendships and love, and um, uh, the, the, just, the, just the, 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 the openness and the, the preaching, the music, um, the change in our lives, the change in our marriage. The, um, the Lord's leading in, in um, just the honesty and the, the transparency that's allowed in our lives that he showed us uh, through this ministry. And uh, it's, just, it's been fantastic. So thank you. Amen. down um, a lot of things because I do have a lot of things like we all do to be thankful for and looking at my list I was thinking this is kind of boring <laughs> you know because it's like family friends food you know but the truth is these are just we have abundant blessings from God every single day and um, this year obviously has been crazy for all of us um, to different degrees um, I'm thankful that maybe ours our year hasn't been maybe as difficult as some others, but it's been uneasy for all of us. You know, it's just from the virus to the elections to just not knowing even more 
what the future holds than ever before. <laughs> I mean, we never really know what the future holds, but this year has kind of brought that to light even more. And so I was thinking about, you know, what to be thankful for, and I was just thinking how thankful I am that God is our rock. Yeah. And that, um, I mean, it's been said throughout this time, the steadfast love, and just the fact that no matter what turmoil is going on around us, I'm so thankful that I have a God who is not anxious and not fearful, like I often am. But I know he's always there, and I can always turn to him. And um, I'm just very, very thankful for that. Thank you, Stephanie. First of all, I'm thankful for our pastors. And I'm thankful for Pastor Josh as he brought in a man not too long ago that talked on mental illness. I was saved 33 and a half years ago. And at that time I was diagnosed with bipolar. And it's a very severe illness. And I spent a lot of time in those years in dark times. And I besought the Lord many times, like at least three, to take it from me. But he said, your grace is sufficient for me. This last month, many of you didn't see me for a month. It was a dark month for me. But I always cling to the word of God, and I'm so grateful for it. In those darkest times when maybe in the morning I can get up and only read a verse, it just fills my soul. Amen. And I know that one day the rapture is coming, and my mind will be changed as my body is changed. And that will be a glorious day. Hi, I wanted to just uh, share how thankful I am for God and his faithfulness. I chose a couple of verses because, you know, as we go through our life and in different stages, and so I picked two stages, the one that I'm in right now, I chose for Isaiah 46.4. And even to your old age, I am he, and even to your whore hairs will I carry you. I have made and I will bear even I will carry and will deliver you. So um, this God's faithfulness there as we're aging, those of you who aren't there yet, just keep up um, just trusting in him because he, he's, as his word says, he's true. And then the next stage, which I'm going to make, and um, I get from Job 19, 25 through 27. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. When I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. So yes, even unto death and after that, he's so faithful, and um, I just want to thank him and share that with you guys. Thank you. Good morning, church.
a lot of pain. Um, and uh, I just want to thank the Lord that he's allowed me to be able to we're good to go. Sweet. Thanks, Hunter. Um, so yeah, so I'm a chronic pain patient. I deal with uh, quite a bit of pain, um, but I'm grateful that over the last few years I have had a lot of days that are really good um, and that I, you know, don't have a lot of pain. Um, today happens to be a day that I'm in a lot of pain, and um, I'm just very grateful for um, my church, for my parents, for my wife, um, for my friends, um, for the people that uh, are understanding with me um, through, um, you know, what I deal with. And um, I remember uh, about, it's probably six or seven years ago that I came home for uh, a Thanksgiving. Um, I was living up in Reno, Nevada, and uh, I was not doing good at the time. And uh, I remember I, I took the Amtrak down here um, for Thanksgiving and uh, just, you know, my parents and I uh, couldn't even, at that time, uh, because of my drug use and things, um, just couldn't even have you know Thanksgiving. And uh, I remember that I ended up uh, taking a train back up there like early. Um, I was supposed to stay for an extended amount of time, but uh, I remember I left early and went back. And so I just uh, really thank God for where we're at today and uh, just for another solid year of sobriety and uh, just that our family has what we have and that we can enjoy these days and these times. And uh, I just want to praise God for all of that. So thank you guys so much. Well, good morning, church family. Um, Pastor, your message this morning already had some things on, on there that I wanted to give thanks for. Amen. And that Number one is my salvation. I thank God for that. I thank God for his nature and his Holy Spirit. Yep. And uh, I thank him for my family, as my son mentioned. Um, we had some difficult days, but God's been faithful and good through them all. And I'm thankful to see where he's at today. And uh, For just you know what God's doing in his life and and just how he's working I'm very grateful thankful for all of you guys <laughs> thankful for our pastors and our staff and uh, and good friends that love God and uh, he's been merciful he's been faithful and uh, I know this year has been a crazy year not only with this pandemic but with um, a lot of the wildfires, a lot of the political unrest that we're going through as a country. But hey, nothing catches him by surprise, and Amen. and we've gone we've gone through a lot worse. And uh, but thank God, His grace is sufficient for all of it, and uh, and we can just rest in Him. Amen. Hey, He's going to take care of us. Amen. 
So anyways, thanks. Appreciate it. I know in a year when we've all been going through ups and downs and trials and different things as me and my husband have as well, um, but the one word that comes to mind um, that's been the theme for my year has been restoration. Um, the last few years I've struggled with depression and struggling to get out of bed and to do the things that I need to do and this year he's just been transforming and restoring literally everything. And I hear so many people out there, you know, talking all the things that they've lost this year and all that, and I'm like, I feel almost guilty because I'm like, I'm so undeserving, God, but yet you've come in, you've like waved your hand over our life like a magic trick, and it's just like everything's getting stitched back together, the broken places are being made new, um, and he also has his hand of provision over us, so I just want to encourage you, you know, because he is with us, and it brings me to Deuteronomy 33 through 13, God, your God will restore everything you lost, he'll have compassion on you he'll come back and pick up the pieces from all the places where you were scattered and I'll just read that first verse but it's just so true so I just encourage whatever you're going through nothing's lost nothing's broken whatever the enemy tries to destroy or sever from you he will bring back and he will restore you Amen. thank you guys hello so 2020 gets a, a bad rap, but it's been really good for my wife and I. So I got married in 2020. Uh, we moved here two months ago, so also in 2020. Um, and it just, I've just been really thankful the whole step of the way God's provided in just unreal ways. And even when I lost faith, um, and so I'm thankful for my, my God-loving and God-fearing wife. Um, I'm thankful for how God's provided and then just lastly, wanted to share the verse that comes to mind is uh, Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest. So I'm thankful for that peace and the rest that we can have. Amen. Karen's going to come, and then Tim's going to wrap us up here today. So uh, thank you guys so much for your testimonies. Thank you. Hi. I just want to thank the Lord for, um, being, for providing for me, um, as probably others, many others. Um, I was laid off for about a month, and... Um, no unemployment came through for a very long time, like four months. But fortunately, the Lord provided where I was able to go back after a month instead of three months or four. And I'm just very grateful for that. Um, that was a time of anxiety for me. And also, I just want to thank the Lord for Joyce and Gary and their uh, warm hospitality week after week during this time, especially those months of um, March and April and May and June when um, we weren't allowed to go out very much and the fellowship was just such a blessing to just be with another person. Especially when you, I live alone, so this was a huge blessing. I just thank God for, that, for them. And I just want to say that. Thank you. Thank you.
Last year in October, my wife and I started praying earnestly about whether God would lead us to, uh, to buy a house or not. So we started looking around and kept praying about it. Seemed like anywhere we saw just didn't seem like the place that God had for us. And the places that we saw that we said, oh, we're really interested in this. And we put in an offer. There was always some offer that would always come up just a bit more or a lot more. We weren't sure. And when the pandemic hit, and then they stopped showing houses. And we're like, how can we you know, make a decision on a house without being able to see it, without being able to walk into it? So we just kept praying. Uh, and then in March of this year, our real estate agent said, well, hey, I know you guys haven't talked about this house, but let's go see these new constructions that they're doing uh, and you know, see if you like it. We looked at it, we loved it. We're like, well, our, our lease is coming up on our apartment. We don't know if you know, we're going to be able to you know, afford or uh, be able to pay what they're, they're wanting to because we don't know exactly when this house is going to be finished. We think it's going to be finished you know, in September, but we don't know. The pandemic could you know, start up again, and they might have to stop construction. So we're just all throughout just praying and praying and praying, and the Lord worked out so many things. Uh, he worked out being able to get the deal on the house, lowering the interest rate that we were first given, uh, lowering our down payment on the house, even down to just in our apartment complex, they weren't increasing anybody's rent for uh, the rest of the time that we were there. So that was another answer to prayer. And just so many different answers of prayer and having friends and family come and help us to move. Uh, so we've really seen a lot of God's blessings um, for the house, but even more than that, I'm thankful for the home uh, that we have, for our girls that we have, and for my wife, who really uh, just shows love and appreciation, even in the times that I am not lovable, uh, even in the times that I lose my temper and that I don't act the way that I should. Uh, God has just been really faithful. He's really blessed. And we're just so grateful and thankful for his leading, his guidance, even amongst just very troubling times. So we thank the church family. Uh, for your prayers in this whole process, and we're, we're thankful to God for all of his blessings uh, in our family. Thank you. All right. Irene's going to come, and then she'll wrap us up here in just a moment. And then I'm going to ask if I can have Red and Debbie make their way to the platform. They're going to come and lead us in a word of prayer of gratitude as we get ready to wrap up the service. I thank the Lord for the many wonderful things he has given to me this year. Because of my low income, I was given a brand new refrigerator, a brand new stove, a brand new washer and dryer. And I thank the Lord for that. But a lot of things is what I want to say is that I thank my mentor. She's a wonderful person, Miss Nancy Sorensen, who is helping me with the Bible studies. I also want to thank Gary and Joyce and Barbara uh, for the explanations of the Bible, that's very understandable. I really, really enjoy that. When I, when 
I've been well. I've been able to come. But more days than, than not, I can't, I can't come. I have a lot of different illnesses, but the Lord is taking care of them. And I know that one day I'll be bound for heaven, just like all of you. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Pastor. Red and Debbie, why don't you guys come? John, do you mind handing me the microphone here real quick? As they're coming, Psalms 107 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for steadfast love endures forever. Now notice this, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble. Uh, Brother Red and Debbie, Red serves as one of our deacons here at the church. He's such a great leader for so many years, and I'm thankful for both he and Debbie. So why don't you just close us at this time in a word of prayer. Just thank the Lord for his goodness on our lives, and then we'll uh, get going with the rest of our service. So good to see all you guys out here today. Um, A lot of churches are not open right now, so we really have a tremendous privilege um, to be here. Um, I just I want to th- say thank you to our pastors for following the Holy Spirit in that. And um, let's pray. Lord, I just thank you so much, Lord. You're such a good God. Lord, thank you for my salvation. Thank you for my family's salvation. Lord, you have been so merciful. God, you have rescued us from places that, God, were very, very difficult, Lord. You've restored in so many ways, Lord. And God, we're asking you, Lord, to bless each and every person here today, Lord. Maybe there's someone here, Lord, that doesn't know you as their Savior. Lord, we're asking, Holy Spirit, please work in their heart to help them see their need for for you, Lord. God, um, we're looking for you to come soon, Lord. And so, God, we're we're proclaiming your truth to be a light. Um, In the lives of people that don't know you, God, we thank you so much for our leaders here, our pastors. Um, for the team that works so diligently, God, for our, on our behalf, and praise, God. I can't even imagine their prayer list, Lord, and we pray for them today, Lord, that they would be victorious in their lives, that you would encourage them. And so, God, I just, Lord, I just want to say this, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord. For making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation so rich and free. Thank you, Lord. Father, we do thank you, Lord, for this day. And um, God, you tell us in your word that we can come boldly to your throne of grace, that we may find help and mercy in our time of need and we thank you that you're so merciful and good to us even when we're not so good and um, god we just um, pray that you would continue 
God, to watch over and protect and provide, Lord, as you do. You're such a great God. Um, God, we just pray for those that may be sick or um, dealing with health issues, Lord, that you would touch their bodies, Lord, and heal them. Uh, Father, those that uh, may be traveling or be on the road during these holiday times, Lord, that you'd give them travel mercies, watch over them, keep them safe. And God, just bless all of us as we get together with family and uh, just reflect on all that you've done for us throughout this year. And um, God, we continue to pray for our nation. And uh, Lord, we pray that it would draw people to our Savior, Jesus. And um, God, just pray that your will be done. We ask it in Jesus' name.